The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing page optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome, everyone. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And today, my guest is Bill Bruno. Bill is the CEO of Strategent, which is an analytics consulting firm. And uh, he's a frequent speaker on the circuit about all things internet marketing related. Was a, a recent highly rated uh, presenter at the San Francisco Conversion Conference that we just had. Uh, welcome to the show, Bill. Thanks for having me, Tim. Great to be here. Yeah, so um, you're the... CEO of, uh, of Strategy, tell us a little bit more about the company, just kind of in a nutshell. What do you guys do? Sure. So we're primarily uh, focused on consulting. Uh, strategy has been in the business here. We're coming up on our 10-year anniversary this year, which is uh, extremely exciting, obviously. And uh, hey, Through the killing zone. Most businesses fail in the first five years, so <laughs> it sounds like you made it. Exactly, exactly. We're we're planning to do a lot of uh, celebration around that. It's uh, it comes up here in uh, in June, and the whole team's getting pretty excited. Um, we're definitely going to throw a party and probably post a lot of online uh, content associated with showing people us celebrating this. But uh, yeah, I've been I've had the honor of being here for um, almost eight years now at Stratagen. Actually, started as the first employee in in the basement of uh, of the owner's house um, right out of college. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here you are, CEO. So. What does it take to get from the mail room to the corner office? <laughs> it took, uh, you know, it took a lot of a lot of hard work. Um, and to, to be honest with you, had to had to had to stick it out a bit. Um, you know, we were, you know, Josh Mannion, who, who founded the company, always joked that he founded the company before people realized that analytics was necessary. Right. So there was a, a lot of downtime there in terms of trying to educate organizations on why they need a strategy to begin with. But uh, yeah, the missionary yeah. cell, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, so let's so let's uh, with you know. Um, Analytics consulting. I mean, that's that's kind of broad area. But I mean, specifically, what kinds of projects do you do? What do you? How do you support the organizations that you work with? Sure, sure. So our our primary purpose and 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 mission as an organization is to help our clients become successful um, in the in the multi-channel analytics space, and we do that by you know really just helping them better leverage data and make decisions. Um, you know, we've got a business and a tech team in-house, and we act as the agency of record by, you know, not only being able to, to talk the talk in terms of building strategies and, and helping clients sort of set the direction and course for their program, but we have the, the team that can actually, talk, uh, you know, walk the walk as well. Um, you know, the tech, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just uh, thinking, uh, you know, I had this discussion with Jim Stern, who founded uh, the eMetrics conference, mm-hmm. and it yep. is a 
good buddy of mine, and you know, and I said the the problem with analytics is that it's it's people looking in the rearview mirror at what's already <laughs> happened. Sounds like you're kind of trying to bring bridge that gap of how to make analytics into something that you can actually get business value from. Uh, can you talk to that a little bit? Yeah, I, I definitely uh, definitely feel your pain there in the sort of that rearview mirror example because I think a lot of organizations prior to working with us are in that in that realm. Um, our goal is to try to help them adjust as an organization um, so that they can take advantage of all the technology that's out there that allows you to do things in real time and make decisions on the fly based upon what you're seeing. Okay, so really it's more of a matter – it's not just the analytics. I think you know, there's a whole conference in parallel with the conversion conference and eMetrics called Predictive Analytics mm-hmm. World. It's really moving towards, okay, you're – in real time, based on models you've already built, you're changing content on the site or changing how you respond to your visitor in order to give them a different experience. Is that kind of the direction it's all headed? Definitely. And it's funny that you mentioned that, actually, because uh, one of the announcements we're making uh, making uh, is is with regards to changing a little bit of our recruiting. We've had a couple folks here internally doing predictive mo- modeling and marketing, and we're actually looking to build out an entire team around that practice. Yeah, I think that's going to be – so again, it's uh, insights that are put to work immediately by actually swapping out the content. Now, that all seems very daunting. You know, you talk to people about <laughs> analytics and you talk to them about predictive models and you talk to them about on-the-fly dynamic changes to your content based on business mm-hmm. rules. And it just seems like a big, fat, hairy enchilada to, to, to <laughs> take a, a bite out of it. Now, how do you yeah. – how do you, you know, well, you know, that, that, that joke of, you know, how do you eat an elephant, you know, one bite at a time, right? <laughs> right. How do you make it digestible for people? Sure. Um, you know, you, you really just have to step back and realize that it's not going to happen overnight, right? We're not here to say that this is an easy process and that, ever, you know, I'm not, I'm definitely not saying all of our clients are doing it. But what we've been able to do is help clients put the strategies in place and then help them act on those to get to the point where they're ready to do that. And there's a lot of organizational change that's associated with that over time. Um, but it's, you know, it's about balancing those quick wins and making sure that they're all pointed towards whatever that long-term strategy is that we've set for your business based upon, you know, the needs that, that the organization has. All right. Well, uh, obviously, every business is different. They're all pursuing different business goals and strategies. Mm-hmm. I want to dive down into specifics here. So uh, you can um, you know, change the names or not mention the names to protect the guilty. <laughs> but uh, let's, let's say you know, the, the, the quick win idea. This is something that we especially champion. How do mm-hmm. you, you know, put a single on, uh, on, you know, uh, on the board, as it were? How do you get sure. the quick win? What, what's an, give me a specific example of a couple of projects you guys have done that have uh, got that, built that psychological momentum for a client. Sure. So I was just on site with a client yesterday that, that fits this model perfectly. So I'll use them um, as the background here. And, and for this particular client, um, they, enlist, they enlisted us three years ago um, as initially to do a roadmap and help them build a vision. And you know, we continue to obviously execute and check in on that. And you know, the first quick wins that that we started with them in order to help align more budget and resources was just around showing the organization what was possible. So this, this started in the form of really building out actionable reports for the business and sending them out so that people were actually able to see, Hey, wow, this analytics data can really, can really answer a lot of questions for us. Right. And that was, that was a big quick win for them to start building that, that knowledge and, and awareness of what they were able to do with the technologies they had. 
Okay, so the step one is uh, reporting of key a, a key uh, you know, kind of metrics in the business mm-hmm. and circulating that to relevant people. So, what, in this particular case, what were those metrics? Sure. So in this particular case, this client has both an offline and online presence. Um, the offline presence in the form of a call center and agents, um, and uh, you know, obviously led by a, by a CRM tool. And the online having an application process that you could either choose to complete online or or continue, you know, with one of those agents or call center reps. Um, and you know, we've actually gotten them into the into the point now where they're conducting tests, and it really started, you know, keeping. Yeah, my swim coach in high school. He used to have a uh, he used to have a saying: "Keep it simple, stupid." K I S S. And right. it's something that it's a mantra that we live by here at at Stratagen, Right? You can't walk in and build a huge multi-channel testing and targeting campaign. You know, you've got to start by sort of dipping your toe in the water and putting a simple test out there, so the organization knows you know one what you can get from it and two what the effort is around it. Right. So now I'm seeing these uh, KPIs or key performance mm-hmm. indicators floating mm-hmm. around. Uh, what do I do with them? Sure. So, you know, you're going to have, and, and what we've seen with this client, is you're going to see different types of users sort of siphon through, right? You're going to have the people that just need to see the reports, and that's great. But then you're going to have the people that consume those reports and actually start to ask additional questions, and, and that's where the deep dive analysis starts to funnel in. And so the group that we were partnered with at this particular client and that we continue to work with was sort of the centralized organization that would field those additional questions and begin to provide those answers by taking deep dives into the data. And that, all that that did was really spark the initiative around, wow, this, <laughs> this area of the site is not working, or wow, if we could... If we could bring more people from step one to step two in our in our process, you know, we're we're going to see a lot of value in return from that. And and that's you know, those deep dive analyses and and frankly the ability to answer those questions is what ultimately brought them down the path of being able to to move into a to a testing and targeting program to begin with. Okay, well, after we come back from our break, I want to kind of find out more about kind of the insights that people are are, are seeing. So uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes after a word from our fantastic sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Oh, yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. 
Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Welcome back to LPO, landing page optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And I'm continuing my conversation with uh, Bill Bruno, the CEO of Stratagen. Now, Bill, before the break, we were talking about um, this you know, notion of uh, people have the aha moments when they actually start seeing the, the, the key metrics reported on a regular basis. Uh, right. So yeah, so basically, it's kind of like managing by exception, or it's like, whoa, look, something's off track, right? Is it usually mm-hmm. red flags that you're looking for, or deviations from normal? Can you give me some examples of, uh, you know, sure. stuff they've looked that they've kind of been able to act on? Sure. So you know, the the nice thing is that if the sort of the KPI or key performance indicator definition was done correctly. It, it, it's sort of the barometers or the, the success metrics of the business, right? And that really helps an organization focus on, on where the real value is, not only within the data, but where, you know, what value or what actions you're hoping for the, for your customers to perform, um, you know, within the website itself or, or offline. And so having that direction in and of itself helped our, our clients really sort of centralize and focus their approach. I, I think, Tim, you, you've you seen this as well. I mean, without a focused approach in analytics, you end up just swimming in a bunch of data that doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah, you have to refine it and you have to take it kind of from low grade ore that you dig out of the ground to actionable information and to, mm-hmm. to real insights that might even bubble up to change your company strategy. Right. Uh, but give, give, me some, give me an example. Okay, so what... Uh, what kinds of stuff, you know, you've put in a metrics program, you have mm-hmm. the reports, and what are people seeing? Again, some specific examples from your clients is what I'm sure. looking for. Sure, so some some specific examples, they sort of run the gamut in a, in a few different areas. I mean, um, functionality ends up being one of the first things that always pops up. Um, you know, issues in, in a process, right? And so, you know, seeing a, seeing drop off in a submission process, or you know, for one particular client, they were seeing um, early in the process, people would 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 uh, go to look at it was a, a healthcare provider. They'd go to look at the different plans on the page, and and it was pretty obvious based on the data they were seeing that they were getting lost. They didn't know which plan to even start with, and so they were abandoning the process. Right, and that identified two areas of opportunity. One, um, on the site itself the ability to to potentially simplify the process and make the plans more easy to understand. But two, to take the offline process 
um, and try to bridge the gap between the two so that when people were jumping out of that um, and calling calling one of their reps, we were able to start to work on some some cool ways to to get some of the information from the person early in the process on the site so that when they did call in, we were able to tie, to tie the two together and really understand sort of true conversion regardless of whether it happened online or offline. And that was a huge moment for this particular client. Okay, so one but it's a more standard look at your conversion funnel and see where the you know it narrows or where there's high abandonment and that should go okay what what part of the site is broken and in mm-hmm. your case you know it was just the the plan selection um but the other thing you said was it also comes up a lot which is tracking stuff across multiple channels so they mm-hmm. start online but instead of losing them why don't you drive them to a phone but then you know you don't want to Start asking the same basic, stupid questions they just answered on your forum, right? Exactly. How, so, how do you, um, you know, the, the, what what kind of improvements do you see when you actually hand that information to the phone folks? Sure. So, for for one particular client, we saw, uh, you know, to give you numbers, I'm I'm actually looking at at the results right now while we're talking. It was they saw a twenty percent lift in conversion, um, you know, just by integrating what was happening online with their CRM tool um, mm-hmm. that went that went into the call center. And, um, and uh, so for those who are not buzzword compliant, CRM so. is uh, customer resource management, basically tracking your sales leads and right. Exactly. Exactly. Something like a sales force would, would fit in that realm. Right. Okay, so so then so you're you're tracking. So again, this would be, for example, step one of the form. Uh, you already have their email, their you know, family situation, what have you. And then when they get on the phone with the rep, mm-hmm. then they have the rep has all that information in real time, right? Exactly, exactly. And so not only does that allow the the rep to better support the the individual just by bringing that integration of of your web analytics with the with the CRM. But it also gives you the opportunity, if they convert, to report that back. Um, and so, you know, when you're when you're reporting on true conversion and trying to understand how the different channels, you know, you're really getting into attribution at this point. But you know, when you're trying to determine how the different channels are are impacting or assisting conversion, you know, this client was able to gain an amazing amount of clarity um, just by a few, you know, by integrating you know, two channels really. Now, how hard is that to do just on a technical level, uh, passing information from web and tying it to uh, an inbound phone call? Sure. To be honest with you, the, the, the toughest part of this situation was altering the business processes to, to be able to take that into account. Um, so, and so, so what I mean by that, right, is you know, adjusting the call center's approach when they received phone calls to to actually use the up-to-date data was more difficult than actually bringing the analytics data into the, the CRM tool um, for that capability. Okay, so, you know, provisioning a unique 800 number or whatever mm-hmm. for each in- inbound session is not a problem? Uh we were actually a lot of people do don't know where to start. You know, they're just sure. like, okay, well, yeah, have just have a unique phone number for every user that calls in. Well, yeah, how do you do that? Sure. So you can actually get around it without just having to do a unique phone number. Uh, we've definitely so we've definitely implemented some um, uh, a few of the testing tools in the space to sort of dynamically generate an 800 number depending on where the user has been or what they've looked at, and that that's definitely one way to go about it. The other way to go about it that, that we've done is by sort of putting, you know, generating a transaction ID as well. 
um, for sort of users to provide when they when they make the call in, um, sort of at you know at each step of the process. And that's been another way that we've seen clients be able to avoid um, having to invest in you know different 800 numbers or dedicated 800 numbers for every individual. So basically, there's just a little n- numeric code that's on the page, and when they call in, you you ask them for that code, and then. Uh, type that in, and all of the information that they've already filled in to date kind of populates on the on the screen of the call center person. Exactly, exactly. So it's kind of like the, the poor man's call tracking. You just exactly got it. Okay, and so yeah, so yeah. in other words, and that's exactly what I was trying to get at. Is you you don't have to be fancy with this stuff. You just you you, you do what works, and the eighty percent solution uh, now is better than the hundred mm-hmm. percent solution never, right? Right. It goes back to the to our earlier discussion around quick wins. Right? Is that you know, the right way to do it? Isn't necessarily to jump into the most complex way, even if that is the most accurate way to do it. Um, you know, it's about taking baby steps. It's tough to get companies to invest in you know a significant amount of eight hundred numbers. Right? As an example, so if a client comes to us and says, "Hey, that's not problem or not possible," one of the things I, I pride myself in about the way my team approaches the, these projects is that. You know, they'll come up with more than one way to get it done, and they'll present the pros and cons of each. And you know, we'll go from there as a, you know, we're really partnering with our clients and building a relationship with them to help them come up with what works right now and what do we want to get to. Yeah, and we found that, again, just, just trying something and just the magic of you know, the Nike, just do it. I mean, of course, yeah. they, they stole it from uh, the Romans who said carpe diem back in the day. But anyway, <laughs> the, uh, the, I guess the, the, mo- the main point is that you learn a lot, and it's okay to do things in a non-scalable way or not in a 100% way because just by actually doing it mechanically and, and for the phone calls and just doing a few kind of the hard way, you, you learn mm-hmm. a lot just through that as well. And you don't, and and but the most important thing I I think you'll probably agree is that it really shortens your cycle times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can completely completely agree with that. I mean, you know, as long as the data you're looking at is accurate, regardless of of what approach you've taken, you can gain you can gain a lot of insight out of it. And I think I think uh, it's human nature to try to overcomplicate things, and you know that's why strategy exists to try. uh, Try to help uh, remove the complicatedness from from these decisions and help clients really understand what needs to get done and why. Well, terrific. Uh, well, before we uh, you know break for the last time, or actually after we come back from the break, uh, I want to go back to your sordid past of triumphs, wins, losses, the agony of defeat, and the fact <laughs> that you could have been Derek Jeter. <laughs> oh. Or something like that. Anyway, we'll be back in a couple of minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level the language of course we're talking about managing facebook ads on aquizio oh buy track manage optimize and report on media across all major ad networks visit aquizio.com to get a demo today aquizio search social display one platform in 500 yards cpa way will be on your right 
You have reached your destination. On the interstate of internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at CPAWay.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream, WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the coolest place around, WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And today I'm uh, having a a wide-ranging discussion with Bill Bruno from Stratagen. And, Bill, I understand that you had some aspirations of uh, becoming a, a baseball player back in the day or a bit, of, a bit of a sports nut still. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I actually had played um, – Yeah, uh, I'm definitely still a sports guy, but I had actually played baseball for about 15 years. Um, up until uh, in high school, I had, uh, I had blown out my knee. Um, Ouch. Which, yeah, yeah, there was. It wasn't actually the most fun thing in the world by far. <laughs> um, yeah, it, uh, um, but it was one of the you know it's one of those things where you know things happened. And uh, at the time, I was uh, I was looking into uh, playing baseball in college and and seeing where that would have gone, which uh, you know potentially would not have landed me in the analytics industry to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you wouldn't make nearly as much money as you do in analytics. Oh, just no. kidding. <laughs> yeah, of course not. No, I just I just recently signed a three year thirty million dollar deal with Stratagen um with some options and incentives. So <laughs> well good for you. I hope you got the rock star limo bus to take you, you know, back and forth to the strip clubs. Oh wait, did I say that out loud? Uh, no. Uh no, but seriously, so what um what when you say you've played for fifteen years and then you said this happened in high school. When did you start when you're about six months old? <laughs> So I uh, so I actually started. I, I think I swung my first bat in in t-ball around the age of four, um, and so you know this was uh, the injury happened. You know when I was uh, when I was right around nineteen. 
Well, I'm sorry that whole baseball thing didn't work out, but uh, given the length of the the average uh, athlete's career, I think you you have a lifetime job uh, helping people <laughs> fix their websites and their business processes. Yeah, definitely. And and to be honest with you, I actually uh, you know here in Chicago they've got some great sports leagues like intramural sports leagues. So I'm actually in like three or four different leagues a week uh, on average at night, um, which is uh, which is a lot of fun, and it's great to be able to catch up with friends when I'm. When when I'm not traveling for work. Yeah, and then you can uh, always uh, hoist the beer and root for the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think you have my Chicago on. We're going to be bringing the conversion conference there, as you know, at the end of June. Very much looking forward to it, at least that time of year. Yeah, well, the only yeah you got about three months a year and to to come to Chicago. Although with uh, with the way the weather's been lately, I I'm, I might have to change that statement. So it's been uh, unseasonably warm. <laughs> yeah, you've been at a better weather in Chicago than we do in San Diego. That's a rare rare thing. Um, yeah. So I want to close on a couple of things. So um, if you, I just want you to list off three quick. Um, very common problems that you can almost predict your clients are going to have before you mm-hmm. even put the uh, the reporting or the the KPIs in. Mm-hmm. What are the what are the the common sins, if you will? Sure. So probably the common ones. I mean, one was resource constraints. Um, uh, two would definitely be um, would would uh, if I had to think about this would probably be. Lack of confidence in the data, for sure, would be would be one. Um, uh, there isn't a client that I've met where we've come in and they just they trust all of the data that they're reporting on. Um, and three, honestly, you know, as as much as I hate to admit it, is executive buy-in. Um, a lot of times, we spend some upfront time trying to convince the executives not only of what we could do, but you know what the win, what the quick wins will be if they if they you know align resources and budget to it. Okay, so executive buy-in, is that the same as making the financial case for your services, or do you really mean that they're just not that interested in, in looking at columns and numbers? Uh, you know, the, the group, the analytics group in the organizations or the marketing groups of the organizations are definitely more than interested, but and a lot of times the internal organizations, and I'm, I'm not even just referring to our services, but just budgets in general, um, you know, they're... Reg- there seems to still be a disconnect in in uh, in why the investments you know in investments in analytics make sense and and they seem to overlook the fact that they're spending so much money online and require analytics to be able to tell the story of what's working and what isn't. So would it make sense uh, I mean, to start off with um, free or nearly free packages? You know, the Google Analytics of the world or the Kiss Metrics. Uh, mm-hmm. And things like that. Get simple dashboards up before you you do anything, any heavy lifting. You know, I think it makes sense for organizations that aren't already investing in a technology, right? Um, if you are investing in a technology, you're sort of behind the eight ball. And I think the focus in that in that situation should be on on showing value from those tools before the organization tries to take them away, right? Yeah. So you got you got Omniture in there, and uh, you're paying a boatload and. Uh, you know, the question is, what are we getting for all that money? How do you, how do you, you know, cost justify analytics? Um, should the analytics folks be working with the acquisition folks and the conversion folks, uh, how, or is it siloed in your experience? You know, it, it, a lot of times in our experience, it starts siloed. But I think the real way to be successful for organizations is for people to work together in those in those different groups. I mean, there, you know, the problem 
with becoming more and more multi-channel as an industry is that you run into groups that haven't historically worked together, right? And and the first one that comes to mind is when you're trying to do data integrations across multiple channels, you typically end up with a lot of the database teams who predominantly have just worked alone, right? Um, you know, they're building these large warehouses and, and they haven't had to interact with marketing or haven't had to ac- interact with the conversion teams or the acquisition teams. And so it's a, you know, it's it's definitely a battle, um, you know, in terms of you know, really changing the business to become more data driven and, and getting people aligned around common goals. So really, I guess you could say that your hardest job is really the organizational change and getting um, uh, hurting all the cats to go in the in the same direction. Yeah, exactly, and and helping them realize why that direction is beneficial for all of them, right? And um, do you? How much time do you spend, kind of, on that upfront portion and getting that alignment and that buy-in? Sure. So this is actually a, it's a passion of mine. I love getting involved in this in this phase. And and myself and 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 one of our directors of account development, Magri Jankiri, uh, the two of us tend to tend to fight those battles while the team is focused on the quick wins. So our team, you know, consulting teams working with uh, with the marketing or the analytics teams or the conversion teams internally uh, at the client site, while we're sort of trying to take the time to build the relationship with the executives and, and help sort of pave the way as to why this is a good idea and, and, and where where their program could go if they continue to work with Stratagen. And do you have any kind of lightweight diagnostic service that you can uh, throw at a client before they have to commit to you fully? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we fully customize everything um, that, that we do. We have packaged service offerings. We've got audits that we can come in and do that that, that require very little upfront cost. Um, you know, we definitely tailor to our clients' needs. And, you know, after sitting down with them and understanding their business needs, we can put together some pretty some pretty great sort of packaged service offerings to get them some quick wins right, right out of the gate without having to sign into long-term deals and, and things like that. Yeah, I mean that's that's been very much our approach. We have something called an express review, which is a review of a landing page uh, mm-hmm. recorded via GoToMeeting, and you know, and it's a great way to get to know us and for the client to to, to kind of take our measure and for us to decide, frankly, if uh, we want them as a client and mm-hmm. deliver a lot of value. And it's you know seven hundred bucks. If you don't have seven hundred bucks, we don't want to talk to you anyway. <laughs> right? No, I mean that's a great point. I mean it's all about relationships, right? Um, you, know, you we just like it's a great point you. I mean, we we want to be able to know one, you know, can we work with this client, and and two, we want the client to be able to answer, you know, can we work with Stratagen? Um, you know, we're not for everybody, but uh, for those that choose to work with us, they see a lot of success. Well, Bill, uh, thanks uh, for being on the show. I'm I'm afraid that our, our time is up already, and I want to thank you again for speaking at the last conversion conference. You were, uh, contributed to a, a very very solid uh, array of speakers. And hope to have you back someday. If someone wants to reach out to you guys, what's the uh, best way to get a hold of you? Or are you going to be at any? Sure. Sure. So I'm, I'll be at, at pretty much every major show, including uh, your upcoming show here in Chicago, which I'm really excited about. And, and thanks for the opportunity to present out in San Francisco. Um, there's all kinds of contact information up on Stratagent.com, but my, my contact info is really simple. You can shoot me a note at, at Bill at, at Stratagent.com. Um, And I'd be happy to address any questions. Well, fantastic. So it's a date, June 25th and 26th, Conversion Conference, right there on the shores of Lake Michigan in Chicago. Be there. And thanks again, Bill Bruno. And we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks with more thought-provoking interviews on landing page optimization. 